So is balance important? Yes. Should we all pursue it? Yes. Should you put hours to make sure that you provide excellent work? Yes. So you just need to know how to do that. That's Vera Shaba of Shaba Green Building Design and Engineering sharing her view on the importance of balance. And this is The Myth of Work-Life Balance, an exclusive Investec Ahead of the Curve podcast series for young professionals. I'm your host, Aria Kelman. So for the past three episodes, we've gotten to know some pretty out of the ordinary young professionals who thrive and break barriers in the medical, social, entrepreneurial, engineering, property, financial, philanthropic, and creative industries. We've uncovered what their views are on work-life balance, how it's defined, how you attain it, and actually if it even exists. Jonathan Kalin gives us his definition of the concept. Jonathan is, of course, the co-founder of Unsettled, which is an immersive co-working retreat program for creatives, entrepreneurs, and people in transition. So to me, you know, work-life balance is, I think, the ability to turn off and unplug from work to reset and find new inspiration. But I actually think that sort of work-life balance is kind of a dated or even false concept. Um, you know, we live in this sort of hyper-connected age of possibility. Um, we're always on, right? We're always present. We're always being presented with new opportunities. We're always connected. So for me, uh, you know, I think work-life balance is, um, is not as important as what I like to call work-life symmetry or work-life integration. So far, we've realized that work-life balance is an outdated concept as it treats work and life as polar opposites. It's more relatable when referred to as work-life integration, like Jonathan said, or even work-life symmetry or harmony. According to Lyft CEO John Zimmer, it's a combination of finding work that you're passionate about so you feel good about committing the time, as well as making the physical and mental time and space to be with the people most important to you in your life. We've dug a bit deeper in our series as well into navigating the prioritization of tasks. Catherine Constantinides is a climate activist and a human rights defender. Sometimes as a leader, we have to understand the difference between what is important and what is urgent. It's not always easy to understand and define which is which because sometimes the line is blurred. But as leaders, we must be able to delegate and allow for people around us in our teams to deal with that which is urgent. All our contributors have been kind enough to share some valuable and practical advice with those of us who are seeking balance within our lives. So for, for me to achieve balance, I think it comes down to self-awareness and self-reflection. Um, I think these are the most important tools for an entrepreneur or creative or freelancer. It's about checking in with yourself and asking yourself, am I happy? Am I growing personally and professionally? Am I getting what I need to feel healthy? We've explored the concept of checking with yourself internally and externally to ensure that you're in the right direction to achieving a fulfilled and balanced lifestyle. Mike Stopforth, writer, entrepreneur and speaker, noted the value of mental well-being. I think being conscious of one's mental state, finding space to uh, meditate if that works for you, finding space to um, talk through your frustrations, to debrief to, you know, even if it's not traditional therapy, which I think is an important thing for anybody who takes their mental well-being seriously, even somebody who has been fortunate enough never to deal with any sort of mental um, health issues, I still think that therapy or coaching is a good idea. And now we've come to the end of this podcast series, and we are looking towards a better future. Loretta Iona is the founder of The Ambition Plan, an online platform for professional women who want to change careers. In a previous episode, she highlighted how not seeking balance can lead to overworking oneself. 
pitfalls of overworking yourself are so many. And the funny thing is, you're usually, when you are the person overworking yourself, you are usually the last to see it. Lula Rabouche, owner of Random Network and Darling Honey Co., shares the sentiment. Overworking makes you not see your vision clearly in a sense. We've also explored how you aim for balance and lay out a plan, but leave room open for life to happen. Strategic project manager at Investec Wealth and Investment, Maxine Gray, builds on this. You never know what you're going to face, but also facing adversity and challenges allows you to see how strong you are. And when you're able to overcome a situation that you never thought you could, you basically, not that you're like the almighty or you whatever, but you're just resilient and you know that kind of doesn't really matter what life throws at me like I'll take it as it comes and I'll deal with one thing at a time and wherever wherever I land up that's kind of my path and that's where I'm meant to be. That's something of a theme for our many young professionals trying to account for the unforeseeable and remaining on the journey towards work-life balance. I think personally it's been not being too hard on myself um, and also being flexible learning to be flexible so I think sometimes especially from school, you can have a a very, very clear path and know, okay, from school, I'm going to study this, I'm going to go work there, I'm going to do this job, I'm going to achieve this. Then when you start working, it's like, okay, now I'm going to become this level higher and higher and higher. And higher and higher and higher. And the goalposts seem to be constantly moving. For others, like Allegra Dinkwanyane, the founder and CEO of Ogela Media, achieving success of balance is a checklist. I mean, for me, success overall includes family, a good lifestyle, a good healthy, you know, all aspects of my life need to be in balance, need to be in check from spiritual, emotionally, psychologically, financially, all of them need to be balanced. If I'm just successful financially, but I'm lacking spiritually, I'm lacking emotionally, um, personal time, it's not enough for me. I'm not going to be the whole person that I want to be. You know, I'll always feel like one aspect of my life is missing. Everyone's got their own checklist of priorities, so how do we know what's right and what's wrong? Jonathan, put this into perspective for us. You know, I think it's, it's about setting boundaries and it's about understanding um, what's important to you and, and checking in with yourself and saying, am I getting what I need to feel balanced, to feel productive? You know, am I getting enough exercise? Am I eating well? Am I sleeping well? Um, and it seems really easy, um, but, you know, when you're working for yourself or, uh, you know, working for, for clients or, you know, working in this economy... Uh, I think it can be more challenging than it than it seems. Anthony Beeler is a director, photographer and owner of Studio Beeler and he advises on a key question that we have to ask ourselves before we set boundaries and rank priorities. So uh, as much as we work hard, we need to uh, enjoy the things that we work for because then who are we doing it for? And actually, Maxine Gray shares the same thinking as Beeler regarding knowing what you're working towards and who you're doing it for. So I think it's it's just about saying... How self-aware are you and do you actually know what you want? Because I think a lot of the time people try a whole lot of things until they figure it out, which is also fine. Um, But I just think for me personally, it's about saying, you know, I know there are certain things that I want and there are certain things that I will choose to do because I know it will help me get there. Marissa Mayer is the president and CEO of Yahoo and states that you can't have everything you want, but you can have the things that really matter to you. And this is in line with Maxine and many other young professionals who believe that balance and priorities go hand in hand. Important thing for me is knowing that 
you might not have the same balance throughout the whole year. So there's certain times where you more, you need to shift your energy towards one or the other. And it's about being able to actually balance your balance, if that makes sense. Totally. And on that very realistic and really cool note, thank you so much for your time and your wisdom. You've given us all a lot to analyze, question and adopt in our work-life balance journeys. That's it from me, your host, Arie Kelman, and all our young professionals, Allegra Dinguanyane, Anthony Bila, Catherine Constantinides, Dr. Sivuyile Madikana, Dr. Nogukanya Kanyile, Dumisani Mbata, Jonathan Kalen, Vere Shaba, Loretta Iona, Lulo Rubushe, Maxine Gray, Mike Stopforth, and Nandi Dlepu. We'll see you all again soon on the next Ahead of the Curve podcast series, brought to you by Investec Private Banking. The views expressed are those of the contributors at the time of publication and do not necessarily represent the views of the firm and should not be taken as advice or recommendation. Investec Specialist Bank, a division of Investec Bank Limited, is a registered credit provider. Your money should be one less thing to worry about as you strive to find more me time, right? So if you want to make sure your finances stay balanced, consider private banking for young professionals. Check out the Bank With Us page on Ahead of the Curve. Investex Digital Tools take the headache out of your admin. You can save your own personal information, such as all your account numbers, medical aid information, and family member details for easy access on Investec Online. And we also offer alerts to expiring licenses and passports. Plus, you can manage your finances on one portal with an Investec private bank account. Log in for a 360-degree view of all your finances, a budget tool that you personalize to make sure you keep track of your income and spend.